With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to Tier 3 of Mike Sando's quarterback tiers in just a bit. But first, a little bit of uh, football contract news that I find sneaky underrated. Four-time Pro Bowl linebacker Justin Houston reached an agreement on a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers uh, for several reporters. Uh, Panthers, per Adam Schefter, are giving Houston a one-year deal up to $7 million and includes $6 million guaranteed. Joe, I think this is actually an underrated move here uh, for a really good edge rusher. Houston had the fourth fastest pass rush get-off time among qualifying edges at 0.75 seconds for next-gen stats. Outstanding pressure rate of 14.1%. Here's someone who, even if he's not accruing just a ton of sacks, he gets off the line of, uh, he gets off the line really, really quickly. He knows how to get to the quarterback, maybe not always get home, but at least affect the quarterback in some way. And to me, Carolina with a defense that we we all consider to be pretty decent, adding someone like Houston, suddenly you go, maybe they're going to be some, you know, average to below, below average quarterbacks who are going to be in some deep trouble in some upcoming contests. Yeah, and you're going to get a motivated Houston on a one-year deal. And that's something I keep going back to. There are some that I really respect in this space that have been making the case for Carolina Panthers' worst record in the NFL, and I just can't get there. Uh, one, I respect Frank Reich too much. And I, what happened in Indianapolis, how it all went down, I didn't think that was quite fair to him. And, yes, I understand that Bryce Young, he's going to go through – a big learning curve, and he doesn't have weapons on the outside. But now you're adding to the defense, which I already liked to join, pair him with Brian Burns, and you have J.C. Horn in an awful division. There's a reason the win total is 7.5 after having just a horrendous year, after trading away their biggest playmaker on offense. This is not a bad roster at all. So I, I'm having a tough time uh, thinking that they're just going to be in the basement of the NFL, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Bryce Young, uh, we learned yesterday, he's going to start in this next preseason game. No surprise there, because obviously you've got to get him some reps. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he was a little bit frustrated over the weekend, but that's normal. You know, he's a rookie. It's going to be tough for him to start, but I feel like I'm pretty confident that of these rookies that we will see get things together and as joe, joe pointed out you look at their roster and they have talent seven and a half oh, that's a tough number though with a rookie quarterback i don't yeah. have a play on their on their win total 
Yeah, last year I was supremely confident they could go over and they barely did because of a, mm-hmm. you know, game-winning field goal in uh, week 18. Here, I, I don't know if I have really any confidence one way or the other, but I do know this much. If you are acquiring someone like Houston, to me, that suggests that you feel like that you're already in a good space and taking that next step forward suggests that you feel like that you can contend for the division. This isn't something that you would do if, say, you are projecting yourself to go win four games or five games or something like that. I think the Panthers do believe that they have something special going on. So to make this move leads me to believe that internally they feel good, Externally, this defense uh, will be improved with Houston services. So Carolina will be intriguing at the very least. As far as a betting angle goes, there may be a couple of unders in the not-too-distant future that I might like. I, I want to explore that a little bit more, but that's mm-hmm. probably how I want to start this instead of looking at you know a more traditional futures, like a win total or something like that. When the season is over, they might have the best quarterback in the division. Maybe. They might. Yeah. Carr, Ritter, and whatever's happening in Tampa. <laughs> might, we're here in Trask, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. May Trask. Just put them together. It'll be fun. Okay. So we are continuing our conversation as to how to, about, how to bet on Mike Sandu of the Athletics quarterback tiers. Thursday and Friday, we went over tiers one and two. If you missed those, make sure to check out our podcasts and such for those conversations. But now we are broaching tier three. And the description that Mike Sando gives a tier three quarterback, it is defined as a legitimate starter, but needs a heavier running game and or defensive component to win. A lower volume drop back passer offense suits him best. So we have 11 quarterbacks in tier three. So how about we spend this segment talking about the first five and bets we like from this group. And the first five consist of Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, and Tua Tagovailoa. So, Joe, of those five, where would you like to start? Oh, we can start with Kyler Murray. Let's just go right to the top of the list because what do you do? We don't know how to bet it. We don't know when he's going to return. They keep saying that there is no timetable. Of course, Kyler Murray says the right thing. Well, my goal is week one. He's not playing week one. Just based on when the injury happened in December of last year. Realistically, you know, typical timetables you're going at week four, week five, middle of the offseason, we were hearing eight, nine. So it sounds like that's being bumped up a little bit. But here's the thing. Part of this is evaluating when Murray's going to return. And another part of it is how hard was he, has he been working? How has he been attacking this rehab? It's Kyler Murray. If you're going to give me a list of any quarterback in the NFL where you would question their work ethic outside of Sunday, I think it's got to be him just on all the chatter over the years about the video games and when Call of Duty comes out, like his performances then. Uh, no props are available for good reason. They go 4-13 and 13 last year, awful stretch at the end, a change at head coach. They've revamped this offensive line. You had the very high uh, draft pick with Paris Johnson, two new starters on the O-line. So I'm banking on Kyler Murray at least half the season, maybe more, but there are definitely some paths to, to some wins here. I We've been consistent on this show. We've been saying, like, yeah, the Cardinals have the, the lowest win total. I guess I can understand it. But there, for there to be a two-game divide between the Cardinals and the rest of the NFL, I disagree with Aaron over four and a half. 
Really? Okay. So yeah, I am really confused on this Kyler Murray timetable because isn't an ACL injury like usually a year by the time the player comes back? So I don't expect him to play anytime soon. Looking at their schedule, and this is risky, I'm looking at under three and a half wins at plus 150. Under three and a half? They had, didn't they have four last year? I just don't yeah. think they're going to be very good. With yeah. Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's an improvement there uh, as far as play calling is concerned. So, so there's that part. Other thing, too, is, like, look, I, I understand that bet because if Kyler Murray, say, doesn't play at all, then right. you're dealing Holt with McCoy the McCoys of the world. And, right. Yeah. I mean, and he's good, but for like two or three games, and then it's just like, okay, this is why you're a backup. You know, I, I'm just not that confident in the quarterback position and what they have right now. So, yeah, I'm going to look at that with the plus money. Why not? Are we going to see Matt Ryan in a Cardinals uniform or Carson Wentz uh, in a Cardinals uniform? You think oh, we'll see that? Oh, I love my play even more, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I get mean, why you mentioned Wentz, but I guess it is. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. It was so bad. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, hey, hear me out. Wait, Phil Rivers. Yeah. No. Ooh. Does he need He's to get out of the house? Like Twelve kids now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're at twelve kids and counting, or whatever it is. We gotta. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, why would I, the Cardinals want to rush Kyler Murray back after paying him all that money? It just seems like a bad thing to do to have him play right away. Not, I, I don't expect him to, him but money, I just think, I, guess. <laughs> I know, but it's just kind of like you're invested in him. I just think this could be a disaster. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It could be a disaster, and I wonder if the Cardinals are okay with it. Like, there's something to be said for this in that if, if everything goes sideways and it's all about getting Caleb Williams or whomever is uh, the projected number one quarterback, then, all right, see what you have with Kyler Murray. Make sure, you know, you have your additional data points uh, before you make there you that go. massive decision. That's I the love that. that Tank for Caleb, and then Kyler, you know, can be that guy next season while he's grooming and growing and all of that. There you go. I mean, they did pay Kyler a ton of money, though, but I think that actually right. could be in play here, Ed. See, I, I understand. See what you have with Kyler Murray and this new offensive system. See what you have there. <laughs> And so at some point you want to get enough data points and, and know what, what the possibilities are. And to me, because Murray is a tier three quarterback, the concern I have with the ACL injury is mobility. Will he be able to run and take off? Because that's one of the key components to his game, right? It's not just his arm, though it is, I think, pretty good. 
it's his ability to take off and do things from outside the pocket or scramble or whatever. If those components are taken away from him, then you really want a shorter quarterback to stay in the pocket and try and pick defenses apart. Suddenly he doesn't become a high tier three quarterback to me anymore. It's more low tier three, maybe even tier four, if he's losing what makes him Kyler Murray. So in that respect, I still think over four and a half is fine. But if it mm-hmm. all goes Kaputsky, then maybe you need some sort of alternate win total just to kind of hedge the bet and hope it doesn't, you know, land down the middle. So that's probably the way that I would like to go here. Uh, let's move on now. Uh, Derek Carr uh, of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Joe, what do you have here? Man, this is a tough one for me. I've, ha- I've been having a tough time with New Orleans. So they're at nine and a half wins. And I do think it's pretty telling that the juice is heavily on the under, which makes about sense because nine and a half seems a touch high for me. Uh, this, the one thing that stands out is they are favored in 14 out of 17 games. Easy division, very easy schedule. Some have the Saints as the easiest schedule in the NFL. Got Camaro with a three game suspension. Uh, look, I don't think a lot of people love the car move, but just looking at it from New Orleans' perspective, we're going from Dalton to Carr. I don't care how you slice it. Maybe Carr isn't what we all thought. That is a, a pretty sizable upgrade when you're going from Dalton to Carr. I'm having a tough time because, yeah, I'd prefer to go under, but I'm not going to lay minus 140 on that. Um, I'm looking at Olave props, and the number is just right at where he was. So if I, I would be kind of forcing it a little bit. But I would look at Olave overs. Uh, receptions, he had 72 last year, the number 75 and a half. He had 1042 receiving yards. The number's 1050 and a half with a much better quarterback. So I, w- I would go Olave overs. Hmm. I am going to go look at his passing yards total. So last year he had 3,522. Obviously, that was with the Raiders. 3,700 and a half under. I mean, I just don't see him going over that and having more passing yards than he did last year. And, of course, you've got to factor in if he does get injured or something like that. So I think that's a good play under on Derek Carr's passing yard total. Probably uh, the under works for me, too, there, just because, you know, I I think Olave can be dynamite for the Saints offense. The question is, are they going to keep things a little bit more conservative and, you know, smaller uh, average depth of targets, something like that, or shallower? Uh, If that's the case, then, yeah, probably under is the way to go. But I still think the Saints can win this division, and that's my play here just because – he is the best quarterback right now. Maybe Bryce Young surpasses him at the end of the season, but it could be too little too late. Uh, to me, too many weapons, the best wide receiver room in that division. Uh, defensively, you know, they're probably due for some positive regression there. I think overall they should be just fine. Really want to get to Jared Goff here because I had my own takes as far as the Lions went. And then uh, Josh Hermsmeyer posted an interesting tweet when it comes to figuring out like fantasy running backs and which, mm-hmm. which of those uh, offers some real value. And one of the things he pointed to was that if you have a, an average quarterback, 
sometimes that helps running backs because coaches want to rely on the running game a little bit more, but the quarterback Mm -hmm. is not so bad that they're always playing from behind to where they're forced to pass a little bit more. So there's that sweet spot in terms of overall quality. And I wonder if there is a more average quarterback out there than Jared Goff. I think not. So in that spirit, when it comes to this Lions offense, and also if even you believe that they're just going to dominate and roll over everybody, then they may be run, they may well run the football a good bit more. And so I'm looking at David Montgomery's uh, rushing yards, 725 and a half. I know that Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs will get some uh, totes as well, but the over looks live to me, Joe. Okay, so I was wondering which uh, running back you were going to go with there, where you're going Montgomery, and which role is he going to take over in this offense, or would it be Gibbs? Uh, What I was doing here is I just, look, the biggest positive trait that Jared Goff has is he's available, and that's important, especially when it comes to quarterback props. But his touchdown rate, much higher than we've seen in many years since he was with McVay. I'm going to bet against that happening again. I'm going under 25.5 touchdowns on the season. Good stuff. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's BetQL Court and who we are imprisoning after Team USA fell in the Women's World Cup. That's right here on the BetQL Network.